When I was a child, I remember games we used to play. There were games like tag and, and all sorts of things, but I remember uh, nighttime when uh, I, would, uh, I was taught a prayer of, now I lay me down to sleep, I pray the Lord my soul to keep. If I should die before I wake, I pray the Lord my soul to take. And that was always an understanding I have of God watching over me in, the, in my time of slumber. Now, back to the idea of games and tag and everything. I don't know if you ever played the games and then all of a sudden you were running from the person who was it and then all of a sudden you get to a area and you'd go ollie ollie oxen free 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 and and you would you would be safe there but then also like in hide and seek you would go ollie ollie oxen free 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 and that would be calling all the people in that were hiding that you couldn't find as, as the it. But that uh, Ali Ali Oxen free, free, free was always something that I remembered. I'm John Smizer. I'm uh, living in Southern California area and uh, it's a good summer. It's, it's, we're getting ready for a good time to, to head into the, the events of family gatherings, picnics and barbecues. And I pray wherever you're at, those uh, things that are ahead will be a, uh, uh, an opportunity for you to uh, enjoy the relationships of friendships and uh, family members. But today we're going to look into Jeremiah chapter 7 and we're going to see God's hand in the lives of the people and, and see how the truths that he speaks of here might be applicable to us. And I pray that God, uh, through His Holy Spirit, would truly speak to you today as we open Living Life Together in Jeremiah chapter 7. It's Monday morning, beginning of the week. God bless you. Jeremiah chapter 7, verses 1 through 15. This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Stand at the gate of the Lord's house, and there proclaim this message. Hear the word of the Lord, all you people of Judah, who come through these gates to worship the Lord. This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Reform your ways and your actions, and I will let you live in this place. Do not trust in deceptive words and say, This is the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord, the temple of the Lord. If you really change your ways and your actions and deal with each other justly, if you do not oppress the foreigner, the fatherless, or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place, and if you do not follow other gods to your own harm, then I will let you live in this place, in the land I gave your ancestors forever and ever. But look, you are trusting in deceptive words that are worthless. Will you steal and murder, commit adultery and perjury, burn incense to Baal and follow other gods you have not known, and then come and stand before me in this house which bears my name and say, We are safe, safe to do all these detestable things? Has this house which bears my name become a den of robbers to you? But I have been watching, declares the Lord. 
Go now to the place in Shiloh where I first made a dwelling for my name, and see what I did to it, because the wickedness of my people Israel. While you were doing all these things, declares the Lord, I spoke to you again and again, but you did not listen. I called you, but you did not answer. Therefore, what I did to Shiloh, I will now do to the house that bears my name, the temple you trust in, the place I gave to you and your ancestors. I will thrust you from my presence, just as I did all your fellow Israelites, the people of Ephraim. Well, it's Monday, Monday morning, beginning of the week. But here in America, it's also that uh, Memorial Day we celebrate and have barbecues and things. But let's look at, at what God has for us today. Out of Jeremiah chapter 7, beginning at verse 1, he says, This is the word that came to Jeremiah from the Lord. Stand at the gate of the Lord's house and there proclaim this message. Hear the word of the Lord, all you people of Judah who come through the gates to worship the Lord. It's kind of that entry place. It was as everybody funnels through, it's where Jeremiah is going to catch them and, and have a word from the Lord. And, and if you remember, there were yesterday those who may have heard the word of the Lord, but weren't willing to pay attention to it. But today, we go a little further and, and we see what God uh, encourages from us. And as he has spoken, Jeremiah goes to the place of worship with a message from God. You know, when I go on a Sunday morning, I pray that my pastor has prepared that message from God for me and that I would listen and apply it. And, and it goes on here in verse 3, it says, This is what the Lord Almighty, the God of Israel, says. Reform your ways, your actions, and I will let you live in this place. Reform. Boy, do my thoughts, my ideas need to be reformed. And, and again, I, I love Romans, and you know that. I, I love out of Romans chapter 12, uh, uh, you know, be not conformed to this world, but be transformed. And in here again, Jeremiah is saying, reform. Reform your thoughts and in your ways of doing things, your actions. And the result's going to be a promise that you will be able to live in the land. Now, now what kind of reform do you think he needs? Or, or what, what, what is called for from the people? Well, down in verse 7, is a place where we really get a handle on some of the specific things that he wants to call the people to. If you really change your ways and your actions and deal with each other justly, without malice, without any kind of self-acquisition uh, uh, or, or gaining from it, no, it's to treat one another justly. And it goes on, verse 6, If you do not oppress the foreigner and fatherless or the widow, and do not shed innocent blood in this place, and if you do not follow other gods to your own harm, then, and here's his promise from the Lord, then I will let you live in this place, in the land I gave your ancestors forever and ever. There's a call for us to treat not only 
uh, people that act or look like me, but those who are, as it says here, uh, the foreigner, the fatherless, the widow, uh, the innocent, don't shed their blood, and, and don't follow other gods, other, other idols, other things I, I, I put before God. No, it says, don't do that. Don't go there. And then, here's, you remember at the opening, I asked you if you remembered Ollie Ollie, oxen free, free. Here it is. Here's where he goes with it. Verse 9, it says, Will you steal and murder, commit adultery, perjury, burn incense to Baal, and follow other gods you have not known? Here's all the list of things that they've been doing that God's not pleased with. And he told Jeremiah, go to him and reform, change, do it differently. And then in verse 10, and then don't do those things and then come and stand before me in this house, which bears my name and say, we are safe, safe to do all those detestable things. You know, sometimes we may think, oh, you know, God, God's, God's got me covered. I'm okay. And we may take that as an excuse to go and do things that God detests. He doesn't like at all. There's a word in the New Testament, uh, particularly that I'm aware of, is is, uh, licentiousness. That's just a fun word to say, licentiousness. What does that mean? Well, from my understanding, it means that as I... I have a relationship with God. There's something in my background and in my faith system that says once saved, always saved, that I have that uh, relationship with God and Christ died for my sin. And for me to take that, well, I've got my fire insurance in my hip pocket and I'm going to go out and live like hell because I've got this ollie oxen free, free, free. And that's what these people were doing. And God judges them on that. That don't think you can call safety in God's system by saying, oh, now I'm at church. No, God wants not our sacrifice or our our fine gifts. He wants our hearts. He wants to transform us, reform us, make us like Christ this week. Follow Christ. I'm sure you know how to cook frogs, don't you? Oh, well, let me just share with you how you cook a frog. You you get a big pot and you put water in it and everything. Now, you can't just throw the frog into the water when it's boiling because the frog will jump right out of the the boiling water. But what you do is you put the water on the stove and you you put the frogs in it. Then you turn the heat up slowly. And the water kind of just gets warmer and warmer until it's boiling and you're cooking the frogs. Sometimes in our lives, we become very accustomed to things and we take them for granted. In verse uh, 11 here of chapter 7, it says, Has this house which bears my name become a den of robbers to you? But I have been watching, declares the Lord. The Lord knows what's going on. He knows what's happening in your life and my life. So I would ask you, 
You may have been like the frog in the kettle, just becoming accustomed to certain actions and attitudes. I'd ask you this week to take specific time, time 10 minutes out of each day and set it aside and don't do anything. Simply listen for God's word into your life. Gracious Father, today I thank you that you are a loving God, merciful God, but a a just God. And we, Father, are to be your children, to be your witnesses in this earth, to, to the neighbors and friends in our community. Lord, may we learn and understand the truths that you desire our lives to take on, that we would not just become as the world is, but that we would be transformed by the renewing of our mind. And may we allow your word and your Holy Spirit to speak to us today. In your precious name, amen. For a single soul, reaching a world all and stepping in closer, see Jesus.